Hello and welcome to the Fraternal Outdoors podcast. I'm here with our regular Sean and we have Anthony LaRocca on the line and he's a good buddy from college. Anthony, talk a little about yourself. How did we meet? What did we do? What's up, everybody? Um, back in the day at uh, school, we both joined fraternities and uh, one thing led to another and led to a great friendship and many memories that we will be talking about in this podcast. Thanks, buddy. So uh, we wanted to get you on the line here because we thought it'd be fun to kind of reminisce on old times. Uh, the three of us were part of a, a Facebook group and a uh, little bit of a excursion group when we were in Alfred together. What was that? Was the Jeeps of Alfred and Company. I was in the yeah. and, and Company Something category like that, because, yeah. <laughs> because I was rocking an S10, but uh, there was quite a handful of us with uh, off-road yeah. capable and, and some slightly less than capable <laughs> vehicles. And I like think you and I would have made roads. <laughs> I think you and I made up most of the and Company part of it. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sean and I were... Well, uh, unless you count Nick Cody, by extension, well, not Nick Cody. Yeah. <laughs> that might be one of the funnest stories to tell. Let's jump right into it. Oh, that goes... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so the story Where we're Where to begin that one? I, I'll, I'll kick it off, I guess. So <laughs> one, of, uh, one of my wife's uh, sorority sisters was dating one of Anthony's fraternity brothers, and he had a... What was it, a Ford Explorer? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah, it was a four door explorer, and she she called me one evening, and the beginning of the call was prefaced with something to the effect of "You can't tell anybody." This didn't work very well because it was speakerphone in the chapter room, so <laughs> we had a whole handful of brothers that were already listening when she said that. So, um, but it basically boiled down to she had decided that this thing's four wheel drive. I can go off roading, right? And she tried to uh, take what is basically a snowmobile trail out into the boonies and some back back country near Alfred State. And well, it wasn't even that, dude. It was the normal um, seasonal access road. road, seasonal road down to one of the lakes. That's, ponds, that's whatever, right. It, down there, it was the seasonal so road. It just it was just three feet of snow. Yeah. Yeah, it was on a not, snowmobile trail. It was not plowed. <laughs> it was snowmobile trail at the time, and uh, she black. She and, was... Yeah, we, we probably ought to mention that um, <laughs> when we say seasonal road, it's not open year round. Yeah, and this was not the um, seasonal part of the seasonal use season. Yeah, that this yeah. not off road vehicle decided to become an off road vehicle. Yeah. So uh, she she gave us rough location and and we went out searching, and uh, so I think Sean was I the first one on the scene. Were you with me? I don't remember exactly how it went down. So I I think Anthony was first. He led. No. Well, yeah, but you would have led down the trail from the trailhead. So what we did was I think, I think we left. We left the vehicle up top. That was mine. Because I took one look going down the hill and went, uh-uh. Then Woody went down first, and then you and I went down after. Well, I I went ahead of you guys, and yeah. Ben 
because he thought he that, knew that he knew the yeah. area she was stuck better than I did. And Ben decided he was gonna take the lead with his. Oh, also, his not, it was thing? a Subaru. I'm pretty sure it was yeah, a Subaru. Was either a Subaru or a Suzuki? It was like I, I it was like one remember. of those small SUVs. It was it was not cut out for the snow. No, not at all. <laughs> and uh, clear, I mean, clearance snow, or yes. tire wise, and he tried to go around her when we found her. And the funniest, and... one of the funniest parts of the whole thing is we get there, they see our headlights, and they had built a fire for warmth, like next to the vehicle. And they were so excited we were there. They were like, oh, we're saved. And they put the fire out. 14, well, the what, other 14 thing hours? Was, too, was, was, it, was a 14-hour recovery or 12? 12. <laughs> we didn't get out there till midnight. I was going to say, it, for them, it was yeah, probably 14 I to 16 think, hours. I yeah. think it started, like, you know, earlier in the day. Yeah. And then it got to where Ben went out. And then you went out. <laughs> Yeah. And then we came. Yeah, because I followed Ben, and he started going down the hill, and I stopped at the top of the hill. I said, that's not a good idea. He kept going. <laughs> so I walked I walked in his tire tracks and came upon what he had done. And he was, right. and he was kind of freaking out, because at that point he had tried to get himself past her, and he'd spun and just kept kicking sideways, oh. which is what she did. Is she spun yeah. and she kicked sideways off the main path. And yeah, she slid so, off the right-hand crown of the road. Yeah, she was canting tried about to ride 30 the degrees crown, eh? and maybe a foot and, from a tree, if that. Yep. And he was maybe four inches by the time he got done fucking around. Dude, that was... And when we got out there, just trying to yeah. get the vehicles like in spots where we can start pulling and just kind of just shimming them across trying to get them out with get and oh my god yeah i think yeah, i think i came across that and i'm like i need reinforcements this is not a me and nobody else that was off-road capable or handy in the that situation yeah. you know no offense so, to, no offense to ben and i think mario was with him i can't remember yeah i think they went him, but i think they went in ben's but we yeah, used so. we used I had a snatch strap, and I happened to have a hundred feet of climbing rope. What do you think? You had another hundred foot spool of the same rope. Yeah, maybe. I had you had probably your chains. just straps and you a came, chains and a come along. Yeah, you had the come along, which was the godsend. That was the ticket. And then, so and some and some strips of cut plywood you brought for traction yeah. boards. The traction boards, yeah, that, the traction yeah. boards. <laughs> <laughs> it went really awesome once we had what we needed, but before that, it was like just a mess. Now, humor me. Was this the episode two where somebody yelped that traction board kicked out and nearly took somebody's knee out? Yep. Was that in this same incident? Was, I think that was Ben's. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, going to say, I, I remember that we yeah, had a we, real bad time was, once. We wouldn't let any of them near the come-alongs, like, yeah, we did. We the three of us specifically were on the <laughs> on the like if something snaps, it's gonna be on us. It's gonna be us. Yeah, yeah. like yep. we're we're the one who rigged this thing. So so my vehicle was a 2000 Cherokee XJ with a three inch lift, and I there are like 31 and a half inch tires by like I think 11 inch. Yeah. Yeah, you had the meaty and stuff back then. So those were the General Grabber AT2s, which Sean recommended. 
loved it. Dude, those things ate through snow so easy. They were solid it was tires. Nuts. Yeah, those tires worked awesome. So I had like 31 and a half inch tires, and they were wild countries, which I used to swear by. But that mm-hmm. that was the point in time. Those were probably the last set of wild countries I bought, and I wasn't happy with them. They, they I don't know what they changed, but it wasn't it wasn't what I liked anymore. Yeah. So, um, which um, they still did okay, and then they were sitting on a, a well, I, my platform was a 04 extended cab S10 with a I, it was a poor man it was a lift of sorts but it wasn't like a factory lift I think I was gaining two inches somebody probably oh. called it a three inch you, you popped out there for a second yeah oh sorry I was saying that uh, my platform was a uh, 04s10 with those 31 and a half inch tires I don't remember what they were width wise and then it had a had a half-assed three inch lift. I was going to say, I was actually trying to see. Yeah. I think I can share this, and it'll probably share to the video. Oh, yeah, I've, got old, I've got old photos here of our vehicles and stuff. So this was my, I had a 94 Ranger with a 3-inch lift on 30-inch tires. And then nice. I think down here, this is Anthony's XJ. And then I don't know... Woodruff, I've got any of yours immediately sitting that's, in this file. So that's yeah. with my old. That was before I cut the fenders too. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere yeah, here we can go a back. Photo of all three of ours parked from that night. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we did. Yeah. Because we got back, and we just wanted to get soup in our body, so we went to uh, <laughs> <laughs> we went to Wegmans, the local grocery store, for fucking soup at like three a.m. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> well, and that was the kicker for the. That was the kicker. I think. What do you? Did you have the flu as well? I don't. Th- I think I got it afterwards. Because <laughs> I, I know I had it. Toke, I think you were coming down with it. Like we were, we were the three yeah, that we were, were the best suited, but we were in the worst physical condition to be outdoors. <laughs> yeah, that actually might have been before I got those general grabbers. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, remember. I, I, I know. Remember. I think it. I think it was. I think that's when I was running the fucking destination tires, all t- uh, ATs, which those sucked. Yeah, I remember you yeah, parked at the road because you knew better. <laughs> You're like, I'm not yeah. going down there. Yeah. Well, the kicker was after we finally got her loose, there was nowhere to turn around. So she, yeah. even back where I parked, there was nowhere to turn around. Well, like we I had, had to get back. We had to go down to the bottom. Yeah. To get turned yeah. around. Yeah. And then, I think you drove one of the vehicles up. I might have. I, no, you took your truck up. Ben's we had strapped to me still. Oh, that's right. Because he couldn't. Because he couldn't. Uh, get any traction because of yeah. his low clearance. Yeah, we had, and then I think, and then I think Sean drew drove uh, Nick Cody's up. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think I, I had a support line on him with my truck because I remember That's we were probable. we had like we were basically yeah. all chained together coming out. <laughs> yeah, and then what happened was, um, Ben slid off again. I got yeah. him back on the road. Um unhooked and I just told him go and don't stop 
And then you guys came down, and we got me out with just pushing, essentially. Yeah. And boards, I think. I didn't think we needed anything else, and we just jumped in and just got up to the top. Mm-hmm. Got back to school and was like, all right. Wagon's this was dumb. Yeah. Now. <laughs> this was this so could have been so much earlier. Because we got there, it was pitch black out there. There's nothing. There's no light, nothing. It's just our trucks there putting out the light. Yeah. Which I had that... Uh... Did I have my light bar on at the time? I think I did. I think my, you did. I would imagine you probably did. So I had four big six-inch Casey highlighters or daylighters or whatever you call them on the on the roof. Mm-hmm. Those were nice. I just cut that light bar off the off the Ranger. Actually, I'm next, between now and two weeks from now. That Ranger is officially going to the scrapyard. I just cut. I had the same thing. I had four KC Daylators on top of my roll bar. They were the thing to off. have back in the day. Yeah, yeah, man. I couldn't see throwing them out. There wasn't really a reason to throw them out and get rid of them. Two of my KC Daylighters are now the main headlights on an International 240 tractor at the farm. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that we used. That's awesome. They worked perfect. <laughs> they sat I right totally in the same location. Because it, it's such an old tractor, it was a 6-volt tractor. So somebody had upgraded it to 12-volt before Dad bought it, but they were 6-volt headlights, so they immediately, fry, they immediately fried them. And then they had just, like, really half-acidly bolted to, like, aftermarket, like, AutoZone square pods on the, on the hood. So I, oh, fuck. so I pulled those off, and I put those daylighters on the sides when we were rebuilding it. Worked really good. Yeah, why not? I was trying to see Woody. I thought we actually. I thought I threw the uh, the photo you were talking about of the one of us at all of the vehicles at the house. Yeah, I was trying to see if I could find that and dig that up. Yeah, I don't have anything with the with my computer setup right now. I don't have anything shareable easily. That would have been a swell idea, but hindsight, you know. (laughs) <laughs> it's always twenty twenty. I wonder if I can put that I'm in post. You put a photo in in post. Yeah, you stick, probably stick can. It in. This is going to be my inaugural run at trying to do video editing, so we'll see how that turns out. Let's see what we pull in. But yeah, that well, was. I could help you with that part, the putting in pictures and stuff. That's easy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was probably one of our more notable little trips. I remember another another fun one was when you got stuck. We won't name the location because oh. it's probably not in uh, the, it's probably that still one. within the statute of limitation, but just barely. That one. <laughs> but we got stuck. Okay, so it was the eve of 420 <laughs> and me Bane decided to go off on this trail that Sean and I did before. In drier well, weather, mind you. Yeah, we had drier weather. So I start going. All of a sudden, we bury it. Yep. Right up to the floorboards. I was like, God damn it. So Bane and I are trying to get a, get out and everything. And then I call Sean, and then Sean calls you. Yeah, I think I rode with Sean that time. I don't think I had my own rig there. I think so. Yes, I think we only had the two vehicles because I ended up. No, we. Uh, mm, 
I think so because I think Parks I went down to turn around. Parks was there. Parks I have the was, picture. Parks, Parks was there. Because it was he got you stuck got in the same um, spot at a different occasion though. No, it was the it was the same night. So I went to I went to night. go I went I was, I came night. down the trail facing him, and I was gonna spin around so that I could hook on to him and pull him with my forward gear because I didn't have a real great reverse. But well, on so, forward, I had I had the posi track that would lock. Right. So I went so to go what? spin, and I got ninety degrees perpendicular to the trail, and I buried my front axle and could no longer get enough momentum to get out. So we had to get Parks down there to pull and me Parks out. Parks had to get Sean out. That's right. Okay. Now, mind you, when it, Sean came, we got me out. And now I start going down, and what happened was, is as I'm coming back up the hill, my back end gets sucked into a rut and just shoots the front corner up. That's right. So now I'm almost on three wheels, ready to tip backwards. And I was like, oh, fuck. Sean's like, don't move, don't move, don't move. Yeah, you were, right. we, you were so back we hooked, on your hitch receiver. Thane was, yeah, Thane hooked, was hiding behind a tree. Yeah, saying we he's never going with these white people in the woods ever again. <laughs> and then screaming, take me back to civilization. <laughs> I have a picture somewhere. I just saw it. Oh, that was hilarious. Poor Thane. He's like, this is yeah. white people uh, quick, shit. I'm quick, not going with you guys anymore. <laughs> quick out and back. I mean, we'll, be, we'll be back in an hour. <laughs> Four hours later. <laughs> so you got to stay away from those statements because that's like just knocking on fate's door. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that was or like losing the license plate. Oh man, I can't imagine how that happened. Oh man, same places. Neither of you were on same places. Toke's talking about. Yeah, neither of you were on the uh, Gilligan recovery, were you? I don't think so. Was that the which one? He had the caddy that he buried. No, he had the Hummer. No, it was before my time. So he was driving around with Chris Crana, and, and they had a Hummer. I think it was his aunt's. And he's cruising around. He's like, yeah, this thing can go anywhere. And she said, she's made some, I wasn't there, but it's what I heard. She made some sort of a statement, like, bet you can't go over there. And he's like, bet I can. So he turned off onto a power line road and tried to go over their diversion hump. And to stop people from doing just this. High centered it in the middle. Oh. Like he's teeter tottered, all four wheels off, teeter tottered. Damn, because he hit it with a little force. <laughs> he's he's just super high centered, and he called. And he's like, uh, what did he say? Some something like very. He's like, I'm I'm stuck. I'm lost. I'm I don't know where I am. Click like like <laughs> what the hell? So we're everybody's calling everybody trying to figure out where he went and he had like crap service and finally i think cran got a hold of tiny tim and she's like hey uh this is kind of where i think we are <laughs> and i don't know so tiny tim and his truck and i don't know who was with him and then steph and i in my s10 went out there and i don't think i think his truck was, was too big and he didn't want to take it down in there because he had bad i tires. know exactly i know what trail it was was it the backside of Palmer's Trail? <clears throat> it might have mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the same place that uh, Crank wiped his car out and wailed the tree. Is it? When I, dra- you, I dragged him out like, and the sheriff showed ap- up. Yeah, because after one one route, you were just like, yo, you want to see where Gilligan teeter-tottered? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And then we <laughs> took us down that road. So all of all of the guys ended up having to stand at the front bumper and just like power lift up on the front <laughs> bumper while Krana sat in the driver's seat in reverse and Steph Steph was in my truck hooked to the back and that <laughs> that freaking Hummer is way heavier than my S10 so she had like there was no <laughs> choice we had to jerk it so we, she's like yeah. she's jerking it and we're pushing up and she they finally got like back wheels down with enough weight on them that you could drag it off the frame <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Gilligan what the hell were you thinking she's like I could go over anything that's <laughs> well you were that's what incorrect. I thought man yeah you were incorrect <laughs> Oh, there's the one day we had to leave my Jeep mm. overnight. That cost you four rotors, four sets of brake pads, and two calipers? Yeah. Mm, one caliper. So that was an expensive day. That was an expensive uh, day. Night and day, because we had to buy a new come along. Yeah, because I blew Ouch. mine up. <laughs> no, we had my old one that it was... Oh, was it yours um, that broke with the, the sheet yeah, metal? Yeah, because it, it it's the finger-type ones, and the fingers went... <laughs> Fried right spread up. spread apart. That one I know so, I have a photo of, too. It's in that same album. Well, we went down our normal trail, and on this trail, a giant-ass tree fell down. You know, instead of being smart and chaining the tree and moving the tree... We're like, hmm, that field looks dry. Let's walk out there and check it. It's pretty dry. Okay. Sean gets in his truck. I get in my Jeep. I look around. Sean's nowhere to be found. <laughs> Looking around. Okay. Phone rings once. Voicemail. Don't come out here. <laughs> so here's what it, here's oh, what it looked okay. like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There it now, is. Now, mind you, I didn't, look to the, the hood. I didn't get to the don't come out here until I was already out there. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that was a good night. There's the front so, differential. <laughs> took There's us, the what, tires. Like, wow. Two or three hours to get off. Oh, so we didn't realize hours. that was a runoff of a pond. Of a pond. Yeah, like, we went blasting through it. Dry and until weight is applied. Full. Every single piece of recovery gear we had. And yep. massive pulling Sean out for hours. Mm -hmm. Finally get him out. Start going. I get... You get stuck? Oh, no, you get stuck again. So I yeah, swing well, up. Chain we did the front. You, we did the back, front and back, yeah. And then we started going. And we disconnected. And you started going, and I got sucked in some ruts and couldn't get out. And yep. the closest tree was like 50, 60 feet off to the right, like perpendicular. Yeah. There's so instead in of bringing of his truck back out, we just tried to do that. Broke the come along, wrote a note, went back the next day with Parks. <laughs> yeah. Now nice. Parks' part was so dumb. He's never done this before, like any recovery. So we were trying to walk him through it. Yeah, he's never done it before, but he's the one with the winch. <laughs> okay, 
Oh no, he didn't even have the winch back he then. He didn't have the winch at this oh, point. Oh really? Okay. He just so had now... he just had four wheel drive and mud tires, and you know Do you have that the instantly farm qualified. No. So he had nothing. He had a bone stock. This Wrangler. was this was pretty much like the part that got him to get everything was like this. <laughs> so he pulls me forward a little bit, and then just starts spinning his tires. And we're like, great. Four-wheel drive and a lead buried. foot. Buried himself. Buried it. Okay, Parks. Put it put it in reverse and keep it under 1,500 RPMs. Can you do that? <laughs> okay. So I go in mine. I put mine in drive, 1,500 RPMs, and we finally start wiggling out. Mm-hmm. We get out. We're still tied together. Sean's keeping us tied together. So we start going. Parks is like, Oh, let me turn off traction control now. Put stops right at the entrance of our trail to leave. Wait until everybody's on hard ground. Damn it. Gets me stuck again. He got booted from the driver's seat. Unhook parts. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Go sit in the passenger seat of your own vehicle. I just need your vehicle, not you. Yeah. (laughs) And Sean comes back as we were sitting up the come along. Start going, start going, and then Sean's in the driver's seat, and we get it, get it, get it, get unhooked and everything, and just get it up back up to the trailhead. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude! That that was the last photo I showed. Was the three of us sitting on the the, the seasonal road, covered in mud. That's awesome. Was that? I think I was also no. Was I stuck in four low when that happened? That. Was that the four low one? That might have caused the four low, so I think that's probably <laughs> where we found out that you were in four low. Yeah, my my truck because I has that, that that truck is an early version of electronic lock yeah. to lock the T case only. It doesn't lock the hub; it just locks the T case. It, it it had shorted when I locked it into four low and refused to allow me out of four low. So I could unlock the hubs and drive with my front axles in idling, right. but I had nothing in the train. I had nothing to the rear end except for low, which meant my top speed was 15 miles an hour. Fifth gear, 15 miles an hour, and that was as fast as I could possibly go because I just couldn't get any speed. That's Fin- the way it goes Finally, sometimes. I think we knocked enough mud, and knocked the mud clean enough to get the thing to luckily let me shift into neutral, and then I could pop it. That's how it goes sometimes. It's kind of amazing the ingenuity we used to have when we didn't have the <clears throat> the fancy tools. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you want to talk about your current Jeep? What that has all the fancy tools? <laughs> no, I don't have a winch or, or the, anything. Or the, the massive engineer, the massive engineering flaw in your in your. No, I don't want to talk Jeep. about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I one, do. All right, so I'll, <laughs> really I'll set really it up bad. and Sean can drive it home because I'm sure he'll like that. Just a second though, let me. Uh, Adjust my headphones. Apparently, don't like this charge port. I am full of issues. Well, I can, I can, I can pre-tee you by saying that uh, that you could probably use a power block, plug them in to charge them while wearing them. All my power blocks are at my mom's house because we're basically living up there right now. 
do. Yeah, so the the pre T for for the story I'm about or what he's about to T, and for me to 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 make fun of him a little at his expense. Yeah, me. Is that now that now that we're all becoming responsible adults, we've all left our our beater trucks and and beater jeeps and such in the past, and we've all slowly upgraded our vehicles and in, in make model and as Woody pointed out in well beautiful I didn't gear. Have a choice. To be I fair, I didn't really have a choice. My vehicles. I didn't have well, a choice my, on the last one. My unibody snapped on the Cherokee. It's on the Cherokee. And then I got. And then I got rid of the two-door. Okay, we're picking back up on uh, on the Gladiator story that Sean wanted to tell about my 2020 Jeep Gladiator. So, uh, we were going to help. Uh, at Pollywog Holler, they uh, had had some flooding and stuff. And Adam and Sean and I decided to all meet there because they were coming down to help work on my duck boat. And uh, went there, had a, had a good hard day's work, getting muddy and helping them make sure their, uh, their bridges weren't going to flood and wash out and stuff like that. And when we got back, I could not put my truck in park. Like it kept giving me these screen like errors and it wouldn't go in park. I could put it in neutral and pull the e-brake. And I don't think I couldn't key it off either. Right, Sean? Like you couldn't yeah, turn the vehicle I, off because it wasn't in park. It wasn't in park. Yeah. It wasn't in park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was getting frustrated. I was getting mad. It's a Saturday. I've got people down like, you have to like drive this thing to Olean and have you guys bring me home. This is I'm mad, I'm, like borrowing cigarettes from Adam, chain smoking them in my garage. It's a nice day out, so we're just like sitting in the garage with the door open. I'm just glaring at my Jeep, <laughs> and and Sean Sean goes down this giant rabbit hole of like what could be wrong with it, and he he finds like one comment one in a blog YouTube thread video. or something. Yeah. He's like, can I see a screwdriver? I'm like, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I don't care. I was <laughs> mad at my Jeep at this point. He goes crawling under my Jeep, comes back with a little pebble. He's like, well, it's fixed. Crawl, crawl up underneath there. You, you guys are sitting in the garage. You're mad. I'm reaching up under there, and I just I see it. So I put the screwdriver on it, and I whack it. Ping! What he goes, what the hell did you do? What was that? <laughs> Fixed it. What do you mean you fixed it? Try putting it in park. park. (laughs) Fucking shifts into park and shuts it off. What the fuck did you do? I was like, come here. Crawl under here. See that? For one of a 50 cent cover, Jeep screwed you. There's like one little section on our linkage that is exposed underneath. It's the tiniest little. It's like three inches of linkage that is not covered up. I am so used to that. The Cherokees links for the two by like to go from two wheel to four wheel that was all exposed i changed the grommets on that thing like every other week because it would constantly pop out i've changed it multiple times one time um i got it stuck at my cousin's land and chris kill had to come pull me out and i had to pull off into a parking lot because i was like this feels weird it was locked into four 
Yeah. I was like, Good four wheel drive. <laughs> What's that so, guy doing these days? I have no idea. I think he's married. Is he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's married. I think he actually lives near me. Oh yeah. I think so. I I, I, I have for no the idea. Longest time Facebook used to send me stuff about him. Mm. Now I don't get anything. He and I both uh, went he's on in, the. Nope. Go ahead. He's engaged. He's not yet married. Mm. He and I were both on the uh, SAE Baja team. He turned 21 while we were at the Baja event. And uh, Twinkie and I took him out for a drink. Everybody else, like, uh, shit, can't even think of his name, but he he was the president of Baja at the time. He wasn't particularly thrilled that we were going out because it was a school thing. I'm like, listen, he's 21. He's 21. He just turned 21. We're going out. And we, I think we got Tracy Rector to be our DD just in case we needed one. <laughs> and we awesome. had, so we had my so my parents' Silverado, which is now TJ's truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we drove that down there. We didn't want to pay to rent a trailer because SAE Baja team had no money. So we had, yeah. a, we had borrowed like a Featherlight aluminum cattle trailer. So I've got a cattle trailer on the back of my parents' mm-hmm. truck. Full of college students with an SAE Baja vehicle and acetylene torches and tools in the back. <laughs> Weaving through Baltimore traffic. Jesus. And then when we went out drinking, obviously we had dropped the trailer at that point, but uh, we had Tracy drive home. She didn't realize uh, what dumb redneck boys will do when they've had a few beers. So we were crawling out the windows, and ha- or I was anyways. Like, I can't smoke in my parents' vehicle, so I crawled out the window and was on the running board having a cigarette. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Get back in the car. I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> Just don't put the window up on me because it doesn't have a roof rack. <laughs> yeah, this is normal. Don't worry about it. If it was my S10, you could really do stuff because they had bed rails and roof rack rails and uh, running boards. So you could you could crawl in and out of that thing like a jungle gym. Yeah, it looked just like a SWAT vehicle. Hang all over that thing, man. We did that in Alfred a few times. I told I told the pledge class that they could uh, get a ride down to the fraternity house if they all fit in my vehicle. There was eleven of them, Jesus. so I fit eleven of them into into my vehicle. And there was already four brothers in the cab. They weren't allowed in the cab with us. <laughs> Just like five of them crammed in the truck bed and a few hanging off. It's like the Beverly Hillbillies, but in human form. <laughs> It was fun. It was all in good fun. I it's not like I like floored it and then slammed the brakes. I know more than once. that before. <laughs> <laughs> and have launched people out the fucking bed. That's Whoop. wild. <laughs> we uh yeah. we took uh Carl's S ten that he had bought off from Buck. It was that fiberglass bed with the oversized tires that sat next to the house forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While he was pledging, he bought it off from Buck. So then I, as his pledge master, promptly went out and shoveled uh, I, well, snow and gravel and threw it in the bed of the truck until it hit the, the wheel wells, hit the fiberglass oh, bed. <laughs> and then I told him to get his truck out of my driveway because he was a pledge and he wasn't allowed to have a vehicle at the house yet. <laughs> And by the time he got to it, it had iced. <laughs> so he had to chip it oh, out. No. He got me back. <laughs> he got me back because he blew up either. the water pump that summer 
we were working oh. on it and he's working on something. I don't, I don't remember what he was working on, but he started revving the motor with the hood up and me and maybe Twinkie, somebody else, we were all like in front of the engine bay and he grenaded the water pump and it just oh. spit antifreeze <laughs> all over me. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely old Damn. antifreeze. <laughs> like you're trying to poison me. That was good fun, though. Leave it to Carl. I think pretty much the entire time that I was active, he had a defunct vehicle at the house with something wrong with well, it. Well, you remember after he lifted it? He lifted I, it? He, I remember. He lifted f- six inches, maybe ten. It was grossly over, just the front. He got new struts, <laughs> like like fixed hub struts. <laughs> it was like Jesus. way lifted in the front. It just looked like this going down the road, just like 30 degree angle. <laughs> like, can you even see over your hood That's anymore? Gross dude. That's terrible. It was real. I terrible. remember the one. I remember the one when we got sighted because he had a flat tire. And the only thing we could find was a propane tank that we stuck under the axle. <clears throat> and the town code the official came by and cited us for having an unsafe situation in a vehicle, a, basically a derelict vehicle in the yard. We got in a lot of trouble for that one. Yeah, they weren't fans had to do of some, us. Had to do some please, thank you, sir. We won't do it again type of stuff. Not as bad as Twinkie having the pledges start a fire in the driveway. Jeez. They yelled at us or for archer. that, too. <laughs> or Archer in the basement. Yeah, well, at least the town police didn't get involved that time. <laughs> no, but the fire I was department pretty sure could yeah. have. <laughs> I was pretty mad, but... Yeah, Tok, you know how we're good at starting fires? Yeah. Sometimes that's the bad thing. Pledges aren't real good at uh, knowing where to start fires if they're not told where to start fires. He was a new brother when he started on the bar. That was the bar. I'm talking about the one he started on the floor of the party room because they were afraid to go outside because they thought that they were going to get in trouble because I was sitting inside. (sighs) I was inside because it was cold and told them, go find firewood and start me a fire. They thought I meant in the in the party room, so they brought kindling mm-hmm. and started a fire on the floor in the middle of the party room. And I walked in and went, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! No, the story Woody's talking about is drunk archer decided an ashtray was a fire was a campfire receptacle once, so he ripped up ripped up. Uh, cardboard beer boxes and and match sticks and other little bits of wood that he found and was one of those ceramic ashtrays we're talking about the same guy that pulls his knife out when he's drunk and plays i have all my fingers and taps the blade between all of his fingers as fast as he can over and over so yeah but that's his prerogative (laughs) i don't need to die when he loses a finger I don't personally do that, but I've also (laughs) seen brothers put darts into the webs of brothers' fingers on the dartboard, so. I've seen brothers stab other brothers and go, is this knife sharp? Never seen that before. (laughs) Let me look into the camera with a little more intensity, Woody. Cutting that out in post. (laughs) (laughs) Uh This knife sharp? Yeah, yeah. But uh, not not necessarily on the subject of off-road vehicles, but uh, we had a fun on-road one this past winter. So uh, Sowers, the, you know Sowers, uh, Sanchez, brother name, 
Uh, he yeah. was <clears throat> having his bachelor party up in his neck of the woods, up in the Utica area. And actually, that whole thing was kind of a crazy story because, what, four of us got a – five of us. What, you, me, you, me CJ, uh, Wade, and Dorfman. So five of us got an Airbnb as a pretty swanky – a pretty fancy airbnb and uh the lady yelled at us because we drew penises in the snow on our on each other's mm-hmm. vehicles and she, the neighbors, yeah, the neighbors I, called I, and I screamed it. at her i booked it so i was getting the flag and we were like at the at like a bar, at the bar. in utica we get, doing like a tasting or whatever like we all bought a flight before we went to the stag party <laughs> and she messaged yeah. me and she's like are you guys having a party and like there's Two vehicles in the driveway and the house is empty. What the hell do you mean? Are we having a party? And she sends me a picture taken. You could tell from the angle that it was taken from the neighbor's window. Like her neighbors (laughs) took a picture of the of the vehicles where they we had drawn a dick on the windshield on our way to get picked up by the Uber driver. (laughs) Jesus. Or actually, no, Sean, you picked us up. I drove. I DD'd that that leg of the journey. (sighs) Wild. So, so we had to go back and we had to go back and wipe the snow dick off to, to appease the grumpy old neighbors so that we could go have our party elsewhere. But I complained <laughs> that it was a, uh, it wasn't harming anybody. It was, a, it was on our personal vehicles and it was a personal expression and, and for her to jump to conclusions yeah. on, uh, yelling at us about it was out of line. And she agreed with me and gave us a discount on the Airbnb. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Ended up That's working out really well, but uh, yeah, <laughs> we the after stag. party, the after party was at Sour's house. Well, hold on, we gotta go to the stag party. Oh, what? So we got to the stag party, and there's the usual raffle baskets and the usual, you know, fifty-fifty yeah. and all that stuff. And what's it about seventy-five percent fraternity guys, and and twenty-five percent was like family and friends that were local. Yeah. And, we that. we have all been to each other's stags and stuff before, so we knew to bring a lot of cash and that we would get a, we're gonna, you, you throw a lot of cash at those events just for fun and for your brothers. And it got time to pull tickets and and like they had we'd run through a decent amount of the baskets and it got to they had like a pick a liquor and basically it was like seven or eight bottles of real nice liquor and, and you, they drew the seven or eight numbers and everybody get to go through and pick up your stuff. And I think we pretty much cleared out all the liquor between in, yeah in the between grab-a-bag. our Airbnb <laughs> and like Madagnello. Most of the liquor came our way. <laughs> Jesus, most. Of the so the Airbnb that wasn't a party was probably better stocked than most parties ever should be. Yeah, well, and five people just cracking beers at the end of the night. You know, when we went to take care of the garbage, I'm like shove it like crunching cans and shoving them down I'm like she's gonna take like mm-hmm. peek at the garbage and really think we had a party in here <laughs> like just five guys that drink a little more than her average tenant <laughs> yeah but so the after party i'll let you go ahead and what do you launch into the after party part of the yeah adventure. so the uh the after party who who drove you drove and cj drove mm-hmm yeah, so he drove and CJ drove, so we had enough vehicles to get us back. And, and it was Wade and CJ in one vehicle. I don't know. How, I don't know what t- it was when we went, um, but wh- while we were there, you know, everybody's 
imbibing and having a few. And I started kind of putting like CJ could not make it up the hill to get there. And he's, he, when he got there, he's like, fuck it. We can't leave. I can't drive that. I'll slide down the hill. It won't work. Well, like he just like power quit. <laughs> he just, like, we, we pushed him. Frustrated. We pushed him up the hill. We pushed him all we the pushed way up, him up the hill. Cause he, he couldn't make it up the hill. Drive his vehicle. But Wade was kind of on him. He's like, you you just you don't know how to drive on hills, you city driver. You don't know what you're doing. Let me drive. And CJ didn't react uh, well to that. He's like, it's my vehicle. I don't want you yeah. touching it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so we ended up pushing him all the way up the hill and just like kind of got him turned around and shoved into the snowbank. And then the plow came through a few times, you know. <laughs> so he was just like, we have to stay or, you know, get an Uber. Like we kind of were like, ah, we can Uber home. And then uh, yeah, the weather conditions kept getting worse and there was no Ubers oh, no. available. <laughs> so I kind of oh, saw the writing no. on the wall and quit drinking early. And after CJ yeah. was really plastered, I came to him like CJ, I love you. But the only, the only way I see us getting home is if you allow somebody to drive your vehicle. He's like, uh, uh Woody, I'd be okay if you drove it. <laughs> like, I trust you, man. So I asked him. (laughs) I asked him before we got in. I'm like, "All right, you know, anything I need to know with this vehicle? I don't normally drive your car. What, you know? It was a manual too. It uh, it wasn't a manual, but he pulls his e-brake every time. Mm. Came to find out the hard way. So you get jerked. No, so I like I eased us up out of the out of the bank it was in, right? I start mm-hmm. as soon as I hit as soon as I hit the road I just start sliding. Oh, I just start sliding. Front wheel drive. I'm just Front going drive down the back. I'm just going down this hill. Like, well, Sean's <laughs> behind me, so that's good. I'm not going to slide into him. I hope I stop at the intersection. <laughs> I'm just slowly sliding, just real slow sliding. If I apply too much brake, I cut loose more. If I don't, you know, I'm just kind of riding mm-hmm. the brake down. And uh, and CJ is pretty impressed, I guess. I don't know. He's half wasted, but he's glad I'm the one behind the wheel. And Wade was in the vehicle with me, or Dorfman, one of them. Uh, probably Dorfman. I, I would imagine. Oh, Bowser was with us too. We had six in that house. Yeah, we had a lot of we had a lot of people. In we had heavy, six in that Heavy house. guys split between two cars. Yeah, so I had weight in the back. I think I had Bowser and Dorfman and you had Wade on the way back. That might, I want to say vaguely, right. But I don't know. You were on speakerphone when you finally called. So it's like, everybody's everywhere, but well, and I'm just so sliding. I'm, I'm All of a sudden him. this thing just starts beeping at me. It's beeping. And then my phone starts buzzing and I'm like, I don't know. There's two, I'm getting like stimulation overload. I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to drive this vehicle. I'm just trying, I'm and, I'm slide, my, and I'm sliding. I'm flashing my high beams. He's flashing his high beams. Yeah. My phone's buzzing. And John Wade was in my vehicle because he's going, don't you fucking dare answer that phone. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I'm like, dude, my phone's Jesus. buzzing. This thing's beeping. And I'm, I need both hands on the wheel. What the hell is going on? Finally, they call Wade's phone. And they're like, dude, your parking brake's on. I'm like, CJ, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> So the I'm watching from behind, and all I see is the back end of this vehicle is not turning. It's not moving. And that's what the ice skate like, motion he feels yeah, is, is the ass end of his car. The back wheels are just an anchor. Like skis. <laughs> but it's yeah. so icy, I couldn't tell the difference. 
And finally, I'm we're within like 20 yards of the stop sign. I'm like, I'm not changing now. <laughs> I'll take the right. parking brake off at the bottom. <laughs> so I mean, was, once you get used to it, you don't want to add anything else. You know? Yeah, I'm like, I've got this sorted out. Just let it be a boat anchor. <laughs> Dude, that that's kind of like... Um... On my way back home to school from Binghamton, I uh, was going like 75 cruise control, hit like the Watkins Glen area, like exit, and it was a wall of snow. Yeah. Gross. SN went one way, and I said, oh shit, fix that. All of a sudden, I was going, oh fuck, I overshot that. Now my back end's facing backwards, and I'm like, hmm, I'm about 40 miles an hour. This should work. So I threw it in fucking neutral, popped the four-wheel drive, popped it in reverse, and started driving backwards, and whipped the front end around, (laughs) threw it in neutral, threw it in drive, and kept on going. And then the guy next to me, like, stopped and then caught back up and was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's wild. You got it? You... You just got the thing is when that shit happens, you just gotta not panic. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing. And that's then, one of the like, biggest reasons you when somebody in, starts sliding, if they don't know how, like most people oversteer when they go to counter steer. Right, and the thing is, is like you couldn't tell the parking brake was on because well, you never put your parking brake on probably like most people. Yeah, and mm-hmm. different. Not oh. my vehicle. <laughs> Park it like there was no like clear light on the dash until yeah. something started flashing at me, and then I'm like, uh, uh. Right. <laughs> right. And uh, the thing is, though, is you, you knew like put more brake pressure made it worse, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just like, well, I'm just gonna ride it out to the bottom because if you take off the parking brake, you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, yeah. I'm like, I, might, I have a controlled descent worse. situation. I'm changing nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, the only thing you had to hope for is uh, the, the intersection was clear. <clears throat> yeah. Which it was, it was pretty late at night. And uh, luckily it kind of, it tapered to a flat at the stop for the most part. So that was slide through it without. That's just still so wild that like a parking brake can just do that in an instant and not even realize like what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was definitely a little, <laughs> little unnerving to be behind to watch it. Cause I'm, I, I all I'm thinking is about what's possibly going to happen to this vehicle. Yeah, like, man. If he catches traction, like this is going to be terrifying. I had no, I had no, I don't think I was going to catch traction. Honestly, <laughs> that road was just no, but a I was, slick of ice. Just scared you would, though. Fun times. It makes me want to just move out west. West? And and go off-roading all the time. Oh, gosh. I know, right? Like rock crawling and stuff. Dude, it'd be so sick. There's some ATV parks in in PA now. Or like off-road parks. They converted a bunch of old like coal mine country. Really? Yeah. We should uh we should plan something I'd have sometime. To get, I'd have to get a bumper and stuff for mine. 
Callie's parents are talking about like it, it, this would be a little bit further down the road, but like doing like a week to Moab and like haul side by sides out there and then just cool. like camp out of the vehicle and go. And I, I'd be wild. Obviously, we're not quite there yet, but like the thought thought behind it sounds pretty cool. Sorry, there's a heck of a storm brewing outside. I think our snow shovel just went flying across our deck. <coughs> Scared the snot out of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, not there yet, but I think that'd be a really cool thing to do in the future. Is even even you know it doesn't have to be the craziest trail. Just I think going out west and seeing seeing the country and and. So, Even just pick an easy trail. Yeah. Dude, so when I went to Arizona, like, those trails are actually pretty easy to just go on. You mm-hmm. know, you just need to have a clearance vehicle because they're, they're tourist ones, so they're actually, like, ridden a lot. But, like, there are trails that, you know, can get pretty sketch. Yeah, you got to do your research I, I know and kind of know sure. what you're getting yourself into ahead of time as best as you can tell. Yeah, and the dude, yeah. like, I was like, hmm, this is tempting out here. <laughs> yeah, get get an explorer mode. Get, get 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 a really expensive hobby. Oh, yeah. You can dump all kind of stupid money. Even just in, like, a you kind of weekend warrior-style overland rig, which is more or less what mine is. I would, like, I, well, I would uh, probably buy a two-door out there and do that. Yeah. And just make it my my toy. Oh, I don't know if I've talked to you about this yet. Uh, I went to Overland Expo East this year. Did you, dude? You would have you would have loved it. It is so awesome. There's just so we going this year. We can, <laughs> dude. It was so mu- it was so much fun, and I actually uh, did a bunch of medical training while I was there. They have a bunch of classes and stuff mm-hmm. that once you've paid the, like the weekend pass entry fee, like they're all available to you. You can just, you know, kind of plan your day. They have it all on a schedule and you can kind of pick and choose what you want to go to. Uh, That's Steph, wild. Steph brought us to a bunch of the, uh, I think it's called outdoor eats. That was like the, the people putting it on. But the dude was making like gourmet meals with like dehydrated food. That's wild. It, it was pretty That's awesome. Great. He was he was making it live. You know, he had a can like an overhead camera on his uh, like cook setup, and it's just like backpacking cookware. And it's you know he was he was getting like shit you can buy off the shelf. Like he was using jerky as the meat as like the protein, and he made like a stroganoff, yep. and he rehydrated jerky for the meat. It's like wild stuff made like, uh, yeah, made like a, um, breakfast granola. He re rehydrated like, uh, cranberries and blueberries and shit and mixed it into the granola and, and hydrated it up and like really, Hmm. really tasty stuff. It was wild. So that was, that was a pretty cool class. Like I said, I went to a bunch of the, uh, medical points abroad was there and they're, uh, they're actually, I don't know if they're based in New York, but the one guy lives in upstate New York and we kind of hit it off with them. And I went to damn near every training they had, which was like, (laughs) that's wild. That was really cool. But, uh, Steph and I wanted to look at the like camper rigs. Like we're really looking for like a tow behind that we can either, you know, we can either pull with my vehicle or if we, if we change over later in life to a different vehicle than the, 
the RV doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a whole switch over and I can kind of lose some weight on my main vehicle. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you can drop the trailer and go like, that's the biggest attraction on a rooftop tent for me is once I put the tent out, I'm, I'm not the type to, you're stuck. I'm not the type to pick up camp every day, man. It's not my style. Yeah. I'm too messy for that. <laughs> like I want to, I want to get all my stuff out and situated and settled and be there. I'd rather have a base camp and go out and do fun things from that base camp for a couple days at a time. I'm not a, I'm not a stop on the trail for one night. I mean, I can, that's cool. Yeah. But I really like the idea of being able to base camp. And then just head back. Yeah. So like, I've been really thinking about getting just a 10 foot camper also, you know, one of those mm-hmm. little teardroppers, but dude, the smaller you go, the more expensive they fucking get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one uh one so, company we really kind of we hung out with them a while and we kind of hit it off was uh core rv and these cats build mm-hmm. uh ice fishing rigs like ice fishing like uh shanties like, like little toe, yeah. toe out and then the axle drops like that i think they must be trailing arm axles and they they're just made to drop flat to the ground out on the ice but yeah they're basically they're coming to the RV market with the panel technology that they've got. So it's like a, almost like a foam fill um, with like a poly side and they're building Hmm. these things out into RVs. It's never going to rot. It's never going to mildew or anything like that. I'm like, yeah. And they're pretty, they're, they're not the most uh, cutting edge with like super technological, crazy stuff. Like, there's other campers out there with tons of bells and whistles and stuff, but these guys are, these guys are bringing something to market. That's really a, it's affordable B it's well thought out, which is the biggest thing. Like you can have every bell and whistle in the whole goddamn world, but if it's not a well thought out layout, then it's useless. Yeah. And sometimes it's just extra weight. You don't need like, I like, that's what I was about to say. You're adding a lot of weight for some of that useless junk. You'll never use. Yeah. Well, like they just Wait, came to market, thing, like, I think I can this think year. Of. I think they just came to market this year, and they've got uh, they don't have like onboard water, and their reasoning for it as well. We want it to be easy for people, and it's less to winterize if you just carry jerry cans. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I like that. And if I bought one of these, I think they're coming up with something similar because I was engineer to engineer. I was bullshitting with some of their guys. You know, we hung out for a while. And it sounds like they're eventually going to probably come out with some sort of a detachable hot water, like a pod, like something you can mount and unmount, which is what I would do. I'd, I was gonna... I'd do some sort of a water cabinet that would mount to the side of this thing. It's got your little on-demand hot water with a propane hookup, have it near enough you can run the hose. I was going to say, you can probably just get in, like your own and then just somehow DIY that stuff. Yeah. But imagine, you know. imagine this. You did it something like that, but you have it so that when you hook it on, it's just two quick connect coupler hoses on the outside of the camper. So you fill the tank up, you hook it onto the side of the RV, and then just click, click, hot, cold. Yeah, that's basically what I'm thinking because yeah. I've got that. It's yeah. not Rotopax, but that's what people recognize, like the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got mm-hmm. that fuel can on the side of my truck. They make those for water, too. All you need is one of those and a little cabinet with an on-demand hot water and a quick connect to a propane. You're going to haul propane anyways. Yeah. yeah and a, little, go. a little pressure pump. And, and you can mount it along with a, with a, um, like a shower setup if you want it. 
But you can go as simple or as complex as you like there, too. But, yeah, dude, you would love Overland Expo. Like, just walking around was amazing. You just see everybody's rigs from all the people that camp there. And I got stuck next to a bunch of Xterras, which was kind of funny because my last rig was an Xterra. Well, my last mm-hmm. two rigs, but yeah. one was a two-wheel peeler. But, uh, yeah, man. I, I mean, you could just, like, ask anybody anything as you're walking through the camp. Everybody's, like, happy to talk to you. Like, I walked past one guy. He had, like, a hammock on, like, this outrigger off from his vehicle. Like, it was, like, a, a bar coming off the roof rack that came down to, like, a, mm-hmm. a bipod. And I'm like, hey, d- just curious what that is and if you like it and i was gonna go do my own research once i had the brand name or whatever and he uh mm-hmm. he didn't just tell me what it was he came over explained the whole thing gave me a full review of what he liked what he didn't like how he ended up getting it like they got it on kickstarter or something and uh yeah i think it's Kamek brand but either way he he folded the whole thing down to what it folds down to and handed it to me so I could get a feel for the weight, like, <laughs> and Jesus. see how it sets up and, and goes down. I'm like, that's awesome. Like just a random, I know they make them random guy. They make them for the trailer hitch too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, McLean metal works, or at least that's who I remember first came out with it. Mm-hmm. Make some really awesome ones. I They're just went and looked pricey, it up. Buddy. You're right. Kamek outpost. Yeah. There's some now that are uh, that that's really cool. Yeah, I like cool. that. They're pretty neat. He said uh, his family uses it mostly on the beach, like they they live semi coastal and they like doing day trips mm-hmm. out. And he's got some girls that you know they used to play in the waves. Now they like to play on their phones and sun themselves on the beach. So the hammock stuff is like they've got two of those hammocks and they've got one of their rooftop one of their they had a trailer, but one of their tents was like a, a hard mounted on their Jeep. And he's like, yeah, we, we turn it into like, that's the cabana. Like the rooftop tent is like mm-hmm. the lounge little cabana to get out of the sun. And, and then they had the two hammocks mounted off and that's their little beach rig. You know, when they're not overlanding, they, they use it to do that. So that was pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah. It's yeah, amazing. Like all the different I'm, places I'm you can it. take it, man. It's like, all that you should you should look at some of their highlight reels for Overland Expo. It, you just start drooling, dude. And then Toyo Tires and Lexus both had after parties where it's like free beer until like eleven or okay. something. It's like nine to eleven, just free beer, just hang out. Met some cool people, hung out with some cool people. That sounds like a blast, dude. Yeah. How mu- how much like the only thing I would have changed is if I could have brought some buddies, if I had known ahead of time that I should bring more buddies, like, cause you guys would have had a yeah. blast. Exactly. Dude, how much I would were go. the tickets? Um, they weren't horrible, were they? They were a little pricey, but I actually, uh, man, I can't remember what the price breakdown was. Cause there's three different tiers. There's uh and there's day passes too. You could actually, uh, camp off site and come in every day, but we wanted to just be in the action. Just get the full experience. Um honestly that's probably the way to do it honestly. Cause like if you 
um just stay in there you know it, it, you get that full experience of like i don't have to like get up early and then walk over right. or drive here you know yeah. like you just get up you're there you know you can stay up late with people and chat it up even more yeah i mean yeah, one of my neighbors had How, one what, of those. What times uh, are you going to bed? <laughs> one of my neighbors had one of those lava boxes. It's like a 50, 50 millimeter uh, ammo can turned into a mm-hmm. propane fireplace. It's another another fun Overlander like creation that Sean's about to look up. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, fine. Twist my tail. I was curious enough before. I will look it up now. Lava they're, box fire pit. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But uh, they had that thing going. We'd, we'd get done with the after party, and then we'd go hang out with them and tell stories and stuff. And they were actually, they were part of VA 4x4, so they're oh, like... Oh, I've seen these before. Yeah, they're cool, right? But these VA 4x4 guys were trying to... Uh, they are just trying to get uh, get the word out to people. They're, they've got this like a website they're about, starting. Right? Yeah, that's the thing I'm talking about. But they're they're like mapping trails down in Virginia. And they're Ooh. just sharing them for yeah. free on their website, va4x4.com, I believe. They were they were a bunch of cool dudes. That's super cool. So it's pro, it's a propane, basically a propane fireplace. Yeah, because there's fire ban and most of BLM in the summers got a fire ban of some sort. So guys out west overlanding, that's the thing to have. You haul a little bit extra cool propane and you don't have to worry about, you know, whether there's a fire ban or not. Because you have an easily extinguishable device. Yeah, that's cool. Very. So. Dang it, you're going to start me down this path again. I'm going to get this <laughs> duck boat done and then I'm going to want to. Go to Overland Expo and, and get a bunch of something. <laughs> I gotta get my got dad's you. vehicle done first. What's that? Before what I do anything on? to mine. Huh? What are you working on? Do tell. Oh, I had to have my dad's 67 Cougar that needs a lot of work. Mostly engine, probably, and maybe like lines and stuff. Mm. Definitely needs interior. So you and Amari are both chasing the classic car industry now. Mm, I've had it, but I think my plan is to do it, and then once I'm finished, I move out west. <laughs> to give us a jumping off point when we go out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can't You can't go to Colorado. You got to go somewhere else. We already have a spot in Colorado. Uh, Just don't tell my sister. Thane wants me to go to Colorado. (laughs) I bet he does. (laughs) My sister just bought a house out there. That's my cousin. My cousin. My cousin wants me to move out to Arizona with her, and I'm like, kind of want to do that too. Most uh, most of Steph's aunts and uncles live in Colorado. I got a bunch of people that live in Phoenix too that I know. Yeah. I don't think I've ever even been to Arizona. I don't think I've ever left the airport in Arizona. Where'd you go to the Overland Expo? Uh, Arrington, Virginia, the east. So they've got, I think they got four now. I think it's... Mm -hmm. uh, East, central, west, south? um, 
No, it's like Mountain West, East, Pacific Northwest, and something, I think. Hmm. I'll tell you in a second. That's I was just, just going to look for it. So it's Pacific Northwest, Mountain West, West, and East and West. And East, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, East East is the easy to get to one for us, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there's Flagstaff, in, Arizona. Virginia, but it's the smallest of the four. Yeah, so there's Flagstaff, Arizona, which is the western one. Pacific Northwest is in Redmond, Oregon. Mountain West is in Loveland, Colorado. And East is in Arrington, Virginia. Well, I know where I would be going if uh, I'm out that way. Yeah. <laughs> you got two right there on close proximity. That'd be a real like excuse to come out to Colorado. Toke, never mind. I give you permission. Go, <laughs> go, go. Set up base camp. We'll, we'll meet you, <laughs> dude. That's what I'm saying, though. I know I can get a job easily, so I ain't worried about that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. To be honest with you, that'd be pretty cool to to road trip out to you and then go hit trails from it's there. Like 36 for me, so 36-ish yeah, hours for me. Yeah, it'd be a long flag trip. staff area, so and that's north. Yeah, it'd be cool. Like I said before, my in-laws have talked about doing it. Like, that'd be... They're talking about taking like two weeks, and you just you trail her out there, and as you go, if you saw stuff that looked cool, you'd stop and run the trail and mm-hmm. load back up, keep going. That would be fun. Kind of an idea, dude. I loved it out there. It was wild. Yeah, I had a good time when we went out to Colorado for a wedding for Steph's side of the family. Tim was still living out there, so. uh like the morning of the wedding, they needed somebody to pick up her grandmother. Like in, yeah. in not downtown Denver, but like in the outskirts of Denver. And uh, Tim was in Denver. I'm like, Tim, pick a trail. We're <laughs> coming early. We're going to hike. <laughs> so we, we uh, went out, met with Tim, went on a hike near like Red Rocks. And we came down, picked yeah. up picked up her grandma, dropped off Tim, and then went back to the hotel and got ready for the wedding. <laughs> hey, man, you got to fit it in. I've been, to Colo- yeah. I've been to Colorado one time, so I was just making the most of it. So yeah. I went in Rome, right? You got to go. My goal is to out. hit every state. I'd like to do that, too. At one time, I was like, I want to hit every national park. And I'm like, eh. Like, I just want to do outdoorsy stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be every national yeah. park. Like, the national parks are sometimes more touristy than than anything. So, like, yeah. you can have better experience on BLM land or, you know, just National Forest Service land if you've got a vehicle that will take you there. That's one yeah, thing like, I was – I was always proud my dad did that when we were kids is it, he'd take a week off in the summer every year and he'd just take us somewhere. Yeah. And like one year we drove, one year we drove the East Coast from top to bottom. And it was the most fun week to live out of a pickup truck. I've, I mean, I talk about it to anybody who will listen to me talk about it. it you was, mean you don't do a 14 hour haul straight for Florida and then get drunk all weekend for week for spring break? 
Uh, no, no, not quite. You know, I've made that haul before, and uh, I did. That's doing what it again. Yeah, that's what we're doing. It. That's what Carl and uh, Dan Peters and I did. <laughs> Jesus, I'll be I'll be doing it in March, but I'll be doing it in March. Oh, we lose Woody. Oh, I think so. Come back, Woody. Come back. Knock, knock. I was gonna say we're doing we're well, driving we're driving for back. March until he gets back. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Oh, he got disconnected. He'll be back. Pause. Bathroom Hold. break. <laughs> he makes yeah. light bars that are designed for predator hunting, but they're red lens. Hey, there he is. He's back. Welcome yeah, back, buddy. That- well, hello there, sir. Still not back. I had to make a hot spot uh, on my phone. And then I was worried I was going to lose the recording because I had to exit out of the... Because it got real mad when the internet cut out. Mm-hmm. Oh, for hunting? So the Ooh. page got mad. I was worried about the recording. So I was trying to like come back on a new tab and hope that it didn't kill it. Yeah, it's still running. But, um, hey, remember I was telling That's you earlier about those it, pod lights? I think it individually from each of us records three different threads. Yep. Oh, so that's God, good. That was a mistake. So, hey, I'm going to share that again real quick, what I just had up. This is that, remember I was telling you about that red pod light light bar? That's yeah. these guys. And, mm-hmm. like, look, oh. look at the oh. imagery of how nice that is. So it's it's it's, a, it's a basically like a like a light bar, but all red tint, and mm-hmm. it's completely a red case finish. And I'm like, that looks fucking amazing. That'd be dope for deer hunting. I want it on my. So I want, what I want to do, Toe, because I want to take a painter's pole, and I want to 3D print an adapter for an extendable painter's pole, and put one of those on top of it, so that I can mount it on my trailer or on my duck boat raise the fucker up, plug it into like a cigarette lighter, like receptacle and turn it on and have basically red floodlight for either when you're duck hunting with a duck boat or when you're hooping mm. backing up a trailer and working in the dark. Yeah. But it wouldn't wash out. That'd your, be pretty good. Wouldn't wash out your cameras. It wouldn't glare your eyes. It wouldn't spook game. Yep. And they're not that, they're not that bad. Like they're a little bit, like, I'm not going to lie. They're not cheap. But they're about a hundred bucks a pop for those four-inch pods. So within reason for a decent LED pod light these days. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because your only older I've alternative got... is to just get a lens. Yep. Yeah, I've got red side shooters on my four-wheeler on some of my four-wheeler headlights that are switched separately. The problem is they were. Uh, yeah, they were on Amazon find, and I didn't pay that close of attention. And uh, every other time you switch the red light on, it flashes. So mm. I can either I can either come in sneaky, or I can come in impersonating a police officer, <laughs> putting on a deer ring. Which way I left this switch? I try to <laughs> I try to flip it like flip it on off like. 
when I go to flip it off, I flip it yeah. back on and off again every time. So when I flip it on, it's always the <clears throat> proper. But hmm. right now that switch just broke off, so I don't have red lights at all. But I used a similar light um, that is actually, you can individually switch it two different ways uh, with amber side shooters on my Jeep. So I've got two front ones that are kind of like fog lights mounted on the bumper. And they've got, so they're white center shooters, and then they've got amber bars on the sides of them where they're wrapped just slightly. And you can turn them on just plain amber, or you can turn them on, uh, like, flashing. And they got six different, like, flash patterns that, that I think it's random, but I don't really care. Flashing is flashing. And I've got the same thing on right. the back. So I can I can use, I've got pretty much 360 lights on this thing right now. Those side lights yeah. are amazing. I, I the side number lights of times are awesome that I've been like hunting. Dude, how many times getting ready in the parking lot in the morning you flip those suckers on and we can see what the hell A we're bunch. doing to pack bags and get every gear time ready. we go duck hunting, I just flip those things on. Oh. You got light around around you to put your waders yeah. on and shit. And they're pointed so mostly are, down, yeah. so it's not shining in your face. Yeah. I, I 10 out of 10 love that <laughs> it's probably it's See, sounds silly I, it's one of the favorite upgrades you've done to the jeep oh yeah they're awesome that's that's the one thing i'll miss if i uh change systems because if i go with a trailer i don't have a whole lot of reason to have that heavy rack on the back anymore and then i've got two options right mm -hmm. i can go with a hard shell on the back or i can go with one of those uh have you seen those flated uh, toppers? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those things are awesome, man. Those are really cool. I thought about getting one. <sighs> I looked at I it. I really like, like the, the idea same technology. of them. It's the same technology they use in those inflatable stand-up paddle boards like the one I got Cali. Mm -hmm. And I love yeah, the those idea. Guys, I those just... guys used to work for stand-up paddle board companies. Yeah. I like the idea. I just I'm never quite sold on putting another topper on my truck without going with a full like I forget if it's ranch or it's one of those usual companies they now offer you can order custom. Like you can get the fold out mm. and slide open windows, you can get the rear with a door in it or with you know the double the double hatch. You can get headliners Smart lights. Is the other way to go if uh I like for Jeeps anyways, for like what token I have, like mm -hmm. if you're going to go hard shell, the, the big ticket would be uh smart cap because you can customize those things like crazy. Mm -hmm. That's similar. I think that's kind of where they've gone with the hard cap shells. It's just, I, I, yeah. you I can do kind of like You can have them open in a couple different ways. You can have windowed, not windowed. Uh, they make Molly panels and cubbies that you can mount into those side doors. It's like if I go if I go trailer, which we're probably going trailer eventually, then I I'm probably gonna get like a decked in the bed, like a decked system that's those drawer sliders and replace mm -hmm. that big military box yep. I've got. And then I would either go flated where you can just remove the top and I don't run it half the time, but I run it when we're going when I need extra gear storage. And then or I go like a Do they just have bed something. replacements. Yeah, that's true. They have bed replacements. 
Yeah. Um, oh have you ever God. seen like the P the P core system? How far down the <laughs> I was gonna say, how far down the rabbit hole did you go, Toke? I can see you over there squirreling. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go, um, oh, shoot, uh, there's there's no rabbit hole here. Expedition Overland built their. Uh, they had a gladiator for a little while, and they had that P core system. I don't remember if that's. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember what company makes it. It might just be P-Core, but um, you can pull that whole thing off, and it's just a flatbed with, with like, removable sides. Those are pretty badass. That's dope. I always thought if I did that, though, I would probably build a custom frame and sit my old bed on it as a trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Leave yeah. the rack on it too. Keep the rooftop tent up there. You just, you just need a frame yeah. and some axles. Put a box in the and front. You can just probably use one end. of those fucking Harbor Freight trailers. Probably. Just got to yeah, figure out Yeah, you can use the, the Harbor mounting. Freight and then just don't put the bed on it. Well, they make that little fold no, up. I want 2K the bed one. on it. Yeah, you could. No, no, on the trailer. Like they, the, so Harbor Freight sells oh. like a trailer kit. That you can put together, and instead of putting their bed and bed rails on, you would just bolt your put the truck bed right yeah, onto it. Yeah, it's just wooden. All theirs is wooden slats. Yeah, but they. I mean, yeah, even like the side rails. I've thought about that. Before. Leave all that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's even worse. I don't know if they're still in business. There was a company called uh, Dinoot Trailers, like D I N O O T, and they sell or used to sell like custom trailer kits. You can kind of they're still in you business. would pick your parts and pieces, and they would sh- they they give you the plans and like the axles and stuff. If I remember, they had a couple different options, yeah. but it was a it was a cool way to DIY a trailer with help. Yeah, they sell the kits and stuff. I'm looking at them right now. I just yeah. pulled them up. Yeah, those are sweet. I've rather I, I think I emailed with the guy back and forth a couple times once. I was going to say you could even go as far as to replace, like get like the Harbor, again, the Harbor Freight Trailer, but then replace the hubs with five lug mm-hmm. and just get another I think wheel. that's, that used to be one of his options. Yeah. You would buy the Harbor Freight Trailer and he would sell you like the upgrade mm-hmm. kit. And then you just do your own upgrading. I almost did that this weekend. I almost the, the trailer that I was working on those bearings. Would that be in the the Dayton hub style, where the hub and the wheel are two separate components? Mm-hmm. I almost just went and bought five lug, but they don't make seven thousand pound five lug conversions. I'd have to go to like an eight lug, and I was like, that seems like overkill for a fourteen foot aluminum boat, and <laughs> a thousand <laughs> yeah. pound side by side. I might be building this trailer a little too that. heavy. <laughs> just a wee bit I gotta keep this thing just under a thousand pounds so I gotta kind of be careful of the weight here <laughs> we're, well, close we're uh, over an hour just on this re- we're over an hour on just this recording so we were gonna <laughs> ask you about some uh, frisbee golf stuff just so we could learn a little more on that but I guess we'll have to save that for a different time that's fine by me, man. I mean, 
I'm always down to talk about some disc golf here, man. I mean, dude. I love disc golf, bro. The sum yeah, it up. We, uh, we'll I don't have know to get how it's, it's hiking. To sum it up, it's hiking with a purpose. Yeah. That's what Because you're is. always playing outside and thought. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoy our content, please like and subscribe. You can also keep up to date by following us on our social media at Fraternal Outdoors on all platforms. And we love to see what you're doing in the outdoors as well, so please use the hashtag Fraternal Outdoors on your content so we can follow along. All the best in your outdoor pursuits, and catch you next time.